All right, welcome to episode two of Rest Here Podcast. This is my first intro, Jeremy, of this new title, and so this is very exciting. You're doing me. a great job. Thank You're you. You're doing a very great job. Thank oh you. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, if this is your first time listening, my name's Elisa. And if this is not your first time listening, welcome back. Yeah, How hello. Yes. How are you doing, Jeremy? Good. I'm um, I'm a little anxious about my upcoming trip. That's I'm right. Leaving. Yeah, I'm leaving on Thursday. Um, there's there's a f- quite a few details I just have to iron out with some friends that I'm meeting up with. I um, purposefully didn't reach out to certain friends, um, and it's just because I wanted to like make sure that I had enough time to spend with my family and not drag them everywhere. Uh, so makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Just ironing out some some last minute details with a couple people, but other than that. Super excited for the trip. It's been a while since I've been over to Japan, and I'm excited to uh, to to finally visit and go to all yeah. the cool places, and hopefully buy some cool things and bring back some fun stuff. Um, but yeah, speaking of Japan, um, I I've been watching some things on Netflix, and one of the, of the dramas I've been watching is a Japanese drama called Nigeru wa Hajida. Yaku Nitatsu, which means the full-time wife escapist. And it's a show about this girl played by Aragaki Yui. Um, and she doesn't have a job, so she um, ends up being this maid for one of her dad's friends. And this guy, who's played by Hoshino Gen, is uh, like very uptight and The singer? Um, mm-hmm. The singer. Oh, and shit. Uh, yeah, and he, he's not he's also an actor. Yeah. And it's a very fun romantic comedy. She ends up like um, asking her to live with him in his house as his full-time maid, and they end up having romantic feelings for each other, and it's really cute. And um, funny story, this drama came out in 2016, uh, and Hoshino Gen and Aragaku Yui ended up marrying in real life in 2021. Aww. So kind of like life imitated art in that sense. Um, but I'm like super into this drama right now. I'm only on like episode eight of 11 and I don't want this show to end because it's so good. I um, I, I, I might watch it now too because I love I love him. Like he's one of my favorite singers. <laughs> oh, fantastic. He yeah. composed the ending song of the show and oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's That's so great. It's, it's, it's such a cute show. Like it's based on a manga and there's a lot of that influence too where you're just like, oh, okay. Like I could totally see this. Like if you turn the page of a manga, you're like, oh, what's going to happen next? And Oh, it's so good. I, I think you would really, really like it, Elisa. Like they're they're like it literally every episode is a cliffhanger and I'm like, I need to watch the next one. It's time <laughs> Jeremy, I when you come back, I, I will have finished this and we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely okay, one hundred percent. Yeah. Count I'm on playing, it. Count on oh, it. Yeah, I've been like slowly getting through it and I think I'm gonna watch the rest of it on the plane over to Japan. Seems very oh okay. fitting, you know. <laughs> um I'm, I'm definitely gonna check this out. Yeah, yeah, please do. Um, yeah, Netflix has a lot of Asian dramas. I know a lot of Korean dramas have been getting the spotlight recently, um, and that's totally fine. Like, I'm all for it. But like, I don't know. So I feel like people are sleeping on Japanese dramas for a long time. And oh, been, always they sleep on uh, Japanese yeah, dramas. To be fair, as we all know, it's not like Japanese entertainment's doing themselves a favor even advertising this stuff freely. Right. 
So. Right, right. It's it's also hard to market it outside of Japan because it's like, yeah, it, it, like a lot of these shows are just inherently meant for a Japanese audience. But, you know, the same thing for Korea. They don't think that they're not trying to make it to export. They're making it for their own people. And yet people around the world find it highly relatable, funny, and overall just enjoyment. Like it's just yeah. an entertaining medium for a lot of people. Um, and I don't know why. Yeah, I wish like Japanese dramas got more recognition and more awareness outside of Japan and outside of like streaming services. But again, that's like the only way that they it could happen. You know, like it, Terrace House, for example, is became this global phenomenon because it was on Netflix. And I feel mm-hmm. like Netflix has this special place where they can put almost anything on there that's that's from another country that's not inherently from the United States and just make it big. And there yeah. have been a lot of examples of that. And um. Man, just Japanese dramas in particular are just so they're so good yet they're like they're really low key in the same sense and I uh I've been a huge fan of them since like I was I was in middle school so I uh I I I feel like I I I always try to find the next big one or like try to catch up on older ones or I even sometimes <laughs> go back and rewatch some of my favorites because I just love them so much. One of my one of my like favorite class like I'm talking about like classic 2010 mate potentially 2000 like 2009 J dramas is the one that's based in the orchestra. Do you? I don't remember the title, but do you know what I'm referring? Nodame Cantabile. There you go. Yes, I love Nodame Cantabile. So good. That one is one of my faves. Love it. Yeah, that's a really solid one. That's a good. That's a good pick. Yes. Um. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't believe it came out that long ago. Yeah. It's it's been a bit, dude. Wow. Nostalgic right there. Those are good memories. <laughs> yeah. So that's all I've been uh that's all I've been up to aside from aside from games. Um Same. Yeah. I guess, I think we I guess we could talk about games. Um so before we talk about Ishin, I I do want to mention that I'm playing Sons of the Forest still with uh my my set group of friends and we haven't really finished the game. We're we're actually just focused on like surviving and building our base um they unfortunately took out our favorite log duplicating glitch so we can't build <laughs> things at record speed anymore oh rightfully so it, it's like you know it's it's you can't it's exploit a, the system anymore no yeah and and they the, the developers have every right to patch it but you know for <laughs> us we definitely utilized it before it got taken away we like fortified our bases and we built some interesting and fun things um so aside from Sons of the Forest, I have been playing Resident Evil 2 Remake because I've never played it before, but I got it like a couple years ago with the intention to stream it. But I've been in this kind of mindset where I want to play single player games without streaming it just to have like some sort of relaxation and enjoyment outside of work and outside of other social things. So totally. I've been playing Resident Evil 2 Remake. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I, I love uh, the remake. I did not play the original. So um, a lot of my feelings towards the game are all brand new. So I, I'm part of the audience that this game is meant for, you know, people in the modern times who didn't get to experience the original game, which is, you know, both a blessing and a curse for a lot of people when they yeah. talk about remakes. It's the whole debate, right? Like, you know, old audience keeping the preserving the game as it is versus introducing it to a new audience with like new controls. Um, I think last week I talked about the Resident Evil 4 remake demo um so i i am super hyped that 
the game's coming out as of the recording of this week. It's coming out on Thursday, March 23rd. However, that is also the day that I'm leaving for Japan. So unfortunately, I will not be able to play the game. Um, um, yeah, it is what it is. You it know? is what it is. Uh, and that's it. Anything else for you outside of Ishin that you're playing? Nope, that's it. Except the one thing is I I mentioned that I have Octopath Traveler 2. And I do intend on playing it for the first time next week because I have to go on another business trip to LA. And uh, so I'm and so I'm gonna bring my switch this time and I'm gonna start the game. So I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Please let us know how it goes. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it. It, um, yeah. I love the Octopath series. The first one is one of my favorite JRPGs, so I'm looking forward to this new one. Nice. Yes. And yeah, that's that's all I have to say. Cool. About anything not Asian related. So. Yeah. Um, I want to start our Asian little corner here uh, by saying that I did not get very far into the chapter, mainly because I have been extremely distracted with all of the sub stories that have been unlocked sounds about right in chapter four and another life because oh man i just i i also haven't had too much time to play since the last time we spoke so the bits and pieces that yeah yeah the bits and pieces that i have played are um a little bit of the story but mainly just the side stuff um What's an exciting sub story you want to talk about today? Oh man. Oh, there's there's uh there's a couple. There's one where the guys accusing all of these like five guys about who stole the Daifuku. Oh my and, god. Yeah. I, I, sorry, I did that one over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you had, and I was like, "What?" Well, and you had to really guess. And I got it right, but I was like, "This is so stupid." At the end, like all the <laughs> sub stories, it ends like either on a happy note, a confusing note, or a scary note. And this yeah. one was more of just like a happy note. And I was like, what? <laughs> that was so silly. I was like, all right. Um, like, what's the payoff here? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one I did was there is this foreigner who got lost and you had to save him. Oh, I, I know that foreigner. Yeah. And you don't get anything from that sub story. So that was stupid. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, what was the foreigner's name again? Oh God! Like I, don't. I, I, like I remember when he revealed his name. I was like, "That's his name, I guess." <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't even remember. Like, I know he's supposed to look like European, uh, because yes. at the time only the Dutch were available to to visit Japan frequently, and um, the, the Americans like just barged into Japan. Um, I think in eighteen sixty eight. Uh. And I, it it was like a weird time. Yes, um, very oh, weird no, wait. time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was 1850s that um, that America just like went into Japan. And at the time of the games, um, it's like about to become the Meiji era, which is like right now. For those that are listening, that are kind of confused, or maybe you know what the story is as far as like the economic powers that's going on, political power that's going on within Japan. There's like there's two sections. There's the people that believe the emperor should be the ruler, and there's the people that believe that the shogun and the samurai should be rulers. And yes. um, and this isn't a spoiler because this already happened in real life. <laughs> but the emperor overthrew the shogun, and the emperor becomes 
the sole ruler of Japan, which kicks off the Meiji period, which they start reforms and 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 um uh, talking with more world governments and becoming an, and and they become an empire, and that's and that leads them into World War Two. But um, yeah, so there's like a lot of tension uh, within the politics of Japan, and um, it's interesting to see in the game too. Yeah, uh, I think because like they talk about it quite often, but like that nothing really is big happening from it yet and yet uh they're they, like you know the shinsengumi are directly affected by the shogun's like controlling power the bakufu and it's interesting it's interesting how they talk about it and how a lot of the side characters mention it um but yeah so going back to it <laughs> i played the one with the foreigner it was weird um and uh, there was one where like this little girl was leaving town, and this little boy wanted to say thank you for your friendship. Um, that was really cute. And then uh, the last one I want to talk about is like there was this old. So, lady oh my god! Sorry, I had to. I, it, the guy's name's Creek. The foreigner's oh, name's Creek. Creek. Oh, okay. See, I, that I'm American. so sorry, Jeremy. I remembered okay. it, and I was like, I have to say it right now. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Yeah, Creek. I was like, okay, he sounds kind of like American, but I'm not sure. It, it was an interesting choice. <laughs> it was an interesting choice. Um, yeah, so that was, that was weird, but, um, yeah, so I, I also played a sub story where there was this old lady and she was talking about how there's this guy who was a God and, um, you find that the God was a fake guy and you beat him up. But then at the end of the sub story, he's, the God was real. The, 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 the old lady was actually seeing a real God. And then Ryoma's like, Hmm. And he really turns around cause that's where the lady's looking. But then the god disappears and he's like thinking he's like man maybe he was real and then the god appears behind yoma and i was like what like it, it's it's cute it's really easy like I, I the stuff i've done so far has been like weird but fun i was about to say uh, the good old ghost story sub story in the uh, in a yakuza game yep <laughs> i don't like the scary ghost ones this one was fine it was, it was fine <laughs> The scary ghost ones are not my ba- my cup of tea, honestly. Yeah, and because the, they 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 really go in the horror yokai direction when they do these sub stories that are ghost related, right? And remember the one about the kappa that was weird too. Yeah, that was very weird. But so where are you in Ishin? So I finished chapter five. So I'm officially on chapter six, and, and at, at this rate, I'm I'm back at the karaoke bar. So who cares at this point? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you know, so <laughs> you you know me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, I every every time I boot up the game, I'm like. I know where we're going right now. All right, Palanquin guys, take me down to Pichini. We're, <laughs> yes, we're going right go. to the karaoke. We're going to the singing bar. Look, we're um, either at karaoke or we're at Buyo. Let you know. <laughs> right? You know right? how it is. Oh, yeah. And then, like, I, sometimes I'll seek out criminals just to beat the shit out of them. So they give me 2,000 mon. And then I'm like, 500 of this is going to a song. And I yep, go down the karaoke. Exactly. <laughs> Egg. Exactly. So that's yeah. where I'm at right now. What I do want to say about chapters four and five, um, because we are introduced to new areas on the map, is I very much like how this game features a lot of things in Kyoto, because Kyoto is actually my favorite city in Japan. And, oh. Um, I love I love the temple features. Um, I think uh, it, it's beautiful, and the way that it's portrayed is very fun. And I, I like how... They developed a Gion neighborhood, and it's cool. I, I very much like it. 
I also, um, without spoiling, I, I like the care. Uh, there is a character that we meet in chapters four and five, and I'm all for him. And good times, good times coming. <laughs> and so Excellent. That's all I got to say. But the one useful thing I do want to mention is I started doing a little bit more of the gunman and brawler dojos with William and Komaki. And mm. um, I don't know. I know you said last time we talked, you were mostly working in brawlers, but I decided to go to the gunman dojo. And I think the gunman dojo is very useful. Um, some of the few things that I learned that I've learned is how to use special ammo. And so I've like, I have straight up been using acid ammo and acid rounds for like pretty consistently now and crafting them mm. and they're so useful in just taking down enemies and there's another special skill heat skill called dragon fire blaze and dragon oh. dragon fire blaze is very similar to how dead eye works in red dead redemption where we slow down time and you can use i think the right trigger yeah, the right trigger or joy to mark who you want to shoot. So I, so it's been really useful in just attacking a bunch of people at once. And I'm very, I'm very much a fan of the stuff that I've learned as a gunman so far. And I think it, it's very like because because this game has a learning curve in battling. I feel like my strategy these days is. In masses, let's shoot as many people as possible. Get them down to like two, three people. Then I can mm. deck out my fists or my sword yeah. and get things going. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's all I have. That's all I have to say about Ishin this week. Just uh, the gunman dojo I, I, I is very useful. Okay. Yeah, I I still need to go there because I have uh, I, I've just been distracted with other things. I, yeah, I know totally. where it is. Yeah. Um, I d I definitely want to learn more from him. Yes. Um, but William's yeah. a cool guy. All right. All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Um. Yeah. I uh. I'm definitely gonna try to get as much game time in now before I leave because I'll be gone for two and a half weeks with no I'll be living my real life uh, like a dragon Ishin, you know <laughs> yeah exactly and uh, living the dream Jeremy by the uh, way for our listeners by the time you listen to this episode we're we are currently recording on March 20th but this but to space things out because Jeremy's going on vacation this is actually going to be released on April 3rd so yeah meaning who knows what's going to happen in the next few weeks <laughs> game wise between the two of us. Like you, after you listen to this on April 3rd, the next time we record, we might have like finished the whole game. The, by the, when Jeremy's back, we'll see. Yeah. I oh, um... actually, no, that's not true. Cause I just realized Jeremy, I am. Cause you know, I'm going to Japan in the last two weeks of April. <laughs> Wait, are you, I didn't know that. Wait, did I not tell you? No. What? Oh <laughs> shoot. Uh... I didn't know. That's this is news to me. What? Oh my That's God, so cool. I didn't tell you. Okay. No. So, so anyways, I'm going to Japan. <laughs> the last two what? Weeks of April. Oh yes. my God. Well, I I come back in the beginning of April, so I our trips don't overlap, but we I definitely I I don't think I'll be able to finish the game by the third because I'll be back on the on the ninth. 
Oh um, no, yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. But, and it was it was definitely more of like a joke, but now I realize, oh, I'm not finishing this game definitely. Oh, by no, the time I'm we... I think I might finish this like by June or July. At oh this yeah. Point. I'm trying to finish this before Tekken. So Okay. It, yeah, so yeah. I, I, I my goal is May. There you go. Yeah. There gives you go. me time. So you're going to Japan. Where, where, how long are you going to be there? And where are you going? One and a half weeks. I'm going to be in Tokyo and Kansai. I'm going to be going th- through a lot of different places in Kansai. Osaka, Sick. Kyoto, my old stomping grounds. Um, the one fun thing is I'm going to Nara and Yokohama for the first time. Hey, so oh my the, God. Yeah. So I'm, I'm stoked. I'm looking forward to it. Ready to bow to some deer. It's going to be a good time. Ah oh, man. Okay. Uh Yokohama. Are you are you also going to Enoshima? I am not, but should I go? <laughs> I think you should. Um it's a little island. That you're, that's south the of... I, that's the island, right? Yeah, with, it's like with, where with um uh, what's her name? Is that is it the island with all the pumpkins and that artist? Um I don't know what that is but i uh, but there's a bunch of cats like it's known for having like a lot of wild cats okay okay for Um, sure yeah so that it's a fun little island um okay and uh definitely check out the big buddha in 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 that area it's like it's called the daibutsu daibutsu dai means like big and then uh it's like this giant and uh, it's, it's in kamakura which is south of yokohama um, Kamakura mm-hmm. is known for its like more traditional looking buildings, and um, uh, there's like a temple up there and the giant Buddha. Um, I definitely recommend you should check it out. It's it's a cool spot. You can take like okay. from Enoshima, you can take a train car all the way to uh, to Kamakura, and um, yeah, that area is known for its surfing too. There's like a bunch of beaches, and in the summertime, it's like full of just people who are chilling, and it's like more of a sleepy like part of it is like more of a sleepy surfer town vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh that's also where the first season of Terrace House was set. Not the yeah. one on Netflix, but the one before that, the one yep. only on Fuji TV. Yes. Um, uh so I I recommend you check it out. Yokohama's dope. I love Yokohama. Um yeah. it's also the setting for the full-time wife escapist that cho- that drama I was telling you. That's about. exciting. That's... Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I almost um, want to finish this show before I I leave. <laughs> I think you you can definitely do it. Yeah. And if you can't, then you'll just finish it on the plane. Just download it like the episodes on your phone. True. Then, through Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, though, please check it out when you have a chance. Um. And yeah, I, I recommend it. Um. Uh. Pro tip for the deer at Nara. Um. They're very aggressive. So um, if you pull out food, you're gonna get a lot of them swarming you. They're not gonna like run at you, but they're gonna try to bite at you. And if they see that you put something in your pocket, they'll try to bite your pocket. So just be very careful. And you know, no means no. You can always like walk <laughs> away. They're not gonna follow you across like the field. But yeah. if you hold out like little the little deer crackers above your head and like try to make them follow you, of course they're gonna follow you. But um, all the the deer are very lazy, so all they do is just like eat all day. And they're not afraid of humans, obviously, but all they want is food, so they're okay. all they're all on the, the bigger side when it comes to deer <laughs> compared to the, compared to wild deer. They're all like they're very they're very food motivated. So uh, just it's it's fun, it's cool. They will bow. Just be careful. Let's <laughs> put it that way. Cool. Yeah, you're, it's gonna be a good time. You're gonna it's have gonna fun. Be a good time. I'm so excited for you. 
Man, I can't believe I did. For some reason, I thought I've talked about it, but I guess I haven't. So yeah, I I don't remember. I don't remember us discussing this before. But that's cool though. I'm yeah. I, it's that's awesome. That's sick. Are you uh? Did you get a bunch of yen or are you gonna? Transfer? I I got two hundred just to. Uh, I feel like that's good enough for now. And then um, you know, a um, majority of if i'll pass through suica as much as i possibly can but i got that cash for like any souvenirs that you know potentially like i can't use a card for so yeah yeah got you yeah cool but yeah i'm i'm very excited looking forward to it and mm-hmm. i gotta i gotta look up enoshima and kamakura so yes please yes please, please, please. i will i will um cool yeah exciting japan yes. trips i know what airline are you flying, and where are you flying out of? JAL, and it's going to be out of SFO. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, it basically, it all came down to, all right, what's cheaper at this moment, ANA or JAL? And then at the time of looking, it's like JAL was cheaper by 200. It's like, all right, we're going to do this. So Cool. Yeah. Yeah. What, what airline are you either. doing? ANA to Japan and United back. Got it. Yeah, I love ANA. It's oh, so good. Um, I've only I've, flown ANA like once before, and this will be my second time. And I, the once was enough for me to be like, "This is crazy, cool. This is good. <laughs> I think this is a good airline." I'm excited to straight up just eat the in-flight food. Oh yeah! Oh man! Yeah, like that's good. I uh, like international airlines just hit different when it comes to their food. When I went on Korean Airlines, oh my god, that was like that was the best in-flight food i ever had it was bibimbap oh what yeah and everything was packaged neatly and they even gave you this really cute size gochujang um packet that you can just rip and spread it was amazing that's awesome what yeah the heck? i know right <laughs> This episode's gonna come out on April 3rd. Figured, all right, let's read out some games, uh, anticipated games that are coming out in April for our listeners. So a lot of it seems to be in the middle of the month. So Minecraft Legends comes out on April 18th. Dead Island 2 comes out on April 19th. Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores DLC comes out on April 21st, which I am actually considering getting. Um, Oh, sweet. I think I'm gonna get that. And then... The main, I think the main one is Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which comes out on April 28th, which I think oh. was delayed a bit, but then now now it's coming through. Mm, okay. That's all in gaming news for now. Um, and yeah, Jeremy, so um, let's drop this spoiler. Let's drop this spoiler uh, marker right here. Uh, let's talk about The Last of Us finale. <laughs> Man, I uh, I want more, and I know that there's going to be more. They confirmed that the second game will uh, be more than one season. So oh. they already confirmed. Yeah, they okay. already confirmed that the second season okay, is okay, happening. Okay. It already got greenlit by HBO. Yes. Uh, and they also confirmed that season two will encompass the second game, but it's not all the second game because there's way too much story to tell. We've both played the second game. We know now, how long it is. I got a question for you, Jeremy. Sure. Do you think that if, okay, let's think about The Last of Us 2 and split that up into two seasons, so season two and season three. Do you think 
that we're going to see Pedro Pascal for all of season two and then he dies? Or do you think they're going to kill him in the middle of season two? Ooh, I think they might kill him at the finale of season two. And that's what it, season based, three. based off of what you're saying. That's what I'm assuming, too, that they want to milk just this conflicted relationship and just potentially the beginning of the, of like the first 10 hours of the game or, you know, concentrated in season two. And then we off Joel and then season three is just solely Ellie is what I'm imagining. It's going to be tough because he's a hard sell for this show for a lot of people. Yes. And, and so it's just like, it's like, it's going to, they have to come up with something for, for the, for people to, to continue being interested. Now, at the same time, I would argue if we, if we really are following the games, season three should be the last season of this series, at least on HBO. So... Mm -hmm. At that, but see, I feel like we've had such a good relationship in developing Ellie and just knowing more about her this season. And she even has a few of her own episodes that I think season two will just be even better in terms of uh, fleshing out her character and her feelings. That by the time season three hits, if Joel is killed in the finale or whenever Joel's killed in season two, um, with uh, I think that Ellie is a good enough character a standalone character that we're gonna be fine the one character that i, I i'm interested in seeing the their portrayal is um i forgot her name but the nurse's daughter or the doctor's daughter abby abby there you go i'm curious how they're gonna uh you know develop her in the tv show because she is famously a controversial character for game players 100 percent like one of the most discussed characters, I think, in single-player gaming. <laughs> yeah, it's... The show is... Or it's not the show. The the game... The second game is extremely polarizing. Yes. Um, and I remember when it first came out, everyone was just, like, debating on the characters. And especially that everyone just hated it that Joel died. Everyone was so in disbelief that it happened. And then exactly. Naughty Dog was just like, hey, man... It is what it is. And people yeah. are just like, we can't agree on this. Like, we, we, we just can't accept this. And I'm just like, what do you mean? Like, he's fucking dead. Like, they they made that choice. Like, I don't understand what else could you could say about it. Um, uh, and so I, I'm 100% in on the second show, the second season. But yeah, I'm also curious to see how they do Abby as a character and how they do it differently. Because as we saw with this first season... There's a lot of deviations from the game. It's yes. like longtime fans are familiar with what's going to happen, but the way that they show it is not exactly how it's supposed to be shown or how it was shown in the game, I should say. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting how they, they're going to like adapt season two from part two and change things. Cause I know they will and I want them to. Um, and, but I, I'm just curious to see what, They'll do with Abby and how people will react to the character of Abby because, yeah, like we just said, like she's so, so polarizing and controversial. Yes. Um, and the whole game is just polarizing. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm sure they're talking about it now and and figuring it out and going over like touch like uh, like 
markers in the game and touch points and seeing what works and what won't for a TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I I'm looking forward to just what the TV portrayal of it becomes because um I think I think back to the game and everyone was annoyed when you had to play as Abby. <laughs> Yeah, or, mm. or at least like uh, I mean like not everyone but you know it, it wasn't just one of the polarizing choices that oh I don't want to get to know this person because this person killed Joel and that's annoying yep. um, but that being said a TV show medium might be better in portraying that because as we know when you have episodics you can focus and go back and forth on different characters so yeah. May, it it may it might be better narratively as a as television. We'll see. Yeah, it's one yeah. Of, it, I, it's one one thing to say. This one is the most ambitious storyline that. Um, uh, we'll see where they creatively go with it. Yeah, I'm. I I was definitely one of those people that was like, "Why are we playing as the person that killed Joel?" Like I was. Just so against it. And then as the story went on, I started understanding that the whole concept of the game isn't about right or wrong. It's about how you view what is morality good, how you view revenge, how everybody sees something differently. Like everyone comes from a different background and it just it all depends on perspective. And it was just such a fascinating way to portray that, especially with these beloved characters who people had such an attachment to and people's lives were just ripped apart and broken up <laughs> like not not like seriously but you know like their worldview of this game was just destroyed when everyone's favorite character was just murdered in cold blood it's like oh my god mm-hmm. crazy yeah crazy stuff very very crazy stuff i i'm re- i'm i'm very happy with the way the finale ended because it pretty much ended verbatim how the store how the game was like there there was just Mm -hmm. you could basically copy and paste i it's funny because i made this comment of huh i can't believe this finale is less than an hour like this feels too short and then my cousin made this comment and was just like it's probably because you were getting your ass kicked in the hospital and it took multiple tries to get through (laughs) and in the tv show version you just need to see pedro pascal beat like seven people and then i thought about it and i realized wait that's actually a really good point that my perception of time is also dependent on the times wherein i was stealthy as a zombie and i took so much time with it and when i Mm. was dying (laughs) just right and just going through um these firefights that yeah it would be shorter in a tv show setting you're right right because he essentially was just like the terminator walking through that hospital when you know in the when you were playing we have to like take cover reload exactly you know, and, exactly and i the ai was just too much too good at the time <laughs> it's like, oh, oh yeah. no uh yeah it's yeah I, I i never really thought about that seriously until you just mentioned it that's a good point yeah, I, 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 I was very I'm very overall satisfied with this TV show. They're basically the best video game adaptation. The last thing I want to say about the finale, aside from I liked it, was that I appreciate the cameo of the original Ellie voice actress. Mm-hmm. And I liked that she was the mom and that made me super happy. It just made so much sense narratively, too. I know. And 
that was a good and uh, that was a really good way for them to include Joel and Ellie. Uh, just the way that they included Joel and Ellie's voice voiceover actors and actresses in this game felt uh, like it. It was very good cameos that just didn't feel like they were inserted for whatever reason. Yeah, it didn't felt forced at all. It it just felt so natural, and you're like, oh hey, that's them. Like, oh that's how that happened. Like, oh there there's that person. I'm like, oh that's cool. Like they're they're involved somehow. Exactly. Um, yeah, I was I was really happy to see that. Yeah, uh, and I do like I do like how the game ends with Ellie just like knowing that it's a lie, and yet she just goes along with it because yeah. She doesn't know any better and you know she wants to she just wants to go on with her life and yet that's how that's what you know the second game's all about and I'm really excited to see how they portray this in the second season. I know. Me too. Um and it, it, it like just that very like just the satisfying okay <laughs> like to just end it um mm. was definitely definitely hit. Um uh, just a very, Bella Ramsey's very good actress and just did such a good job in portraying the range of emotions for Ellie. And yeah. at the same time, like really with um, I, I felt with the TV show and and I you can feel it in the video game too. But um, it like there's a lot of conflicted feelings and I think this I I felt that the TV show does a good job portraying that. We don't like obviously her choice was taken away, but in the point of view of, of a parent, this was probably the best decision to make. Obviously, there's other factors, but it's one of those things where like, all right, I understand why Joel did that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that. That doesn't need to be like argued or discussed. It was like very obvious. Right. Yeah. We we understood his perspective and his reasoning for doing that. Exactly. Um, yeah, uh, a quick side note that the night that the premiere happened, it was also the same night as the Oscars and the whole night I was texting Lisa <laughs> and because we were both extremely hyped that everything everywhere all at once got so much recognition. A part of me was worried actually that, um, all quiet on the Western front would be getting more awards. Cause it kind of seemed like that for a little bit. And to but- be fair, it was a good movie. Like I, I, I did watch it, and it was a good war movie. But I uh-huh. just, I just needed everything, everywhere, all at once to win. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I just, I just uh, really needed this in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. And I was clapping and cheering every time that someone or something from that award, from that uh, show, got an award or movie got an award. Um. So, uh, for those that didn't watch the Oscars or maybe you didn't read any of the news about the Oscars. Um, Everything Everywhere All at Once is a movie directed by the Daniels, a pair of directors who got their big start making music videos. Uh, One of their most famous ones is LMFAO. I forget which song exactly. Turn Down for What. what. Uh, Yeah. And um, from there, they directed Everything Everywhere. They they directed a couple of other things, but they're most well known for now Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is a multiverse movie about an Asian American family. That's all I'm going to tell you because I think everyone should watch it and understand it from your perspective. Um, and um, Ki Hee Kwan, who wa- who was short round and he was in the Goonies, um, he won Best Supporting Male Actor, and uh, Jen- uh, Jamie Lee Curtis won Best Supporting Female Actress, and uh, it won for Best Film Editing. Michelle Yeoh won for Best Lead Actress. It won for Best Directors. 
and Best Picture. Um, am I missing anything else? I, I that, that's or, all I can think of at the moment. I know it won seven awards. Um, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to. Oh, writing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Screenplay. Won seven. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah, every time they won something, I would I would text Lisa like yo or like gang gang gang. Like, was, <laughs> <laughs> we were, I, was like, every, I was so hyped. I was literally like yelling and clapping so hard. Yeah, I was like yeah when Michelle Yeoh won. I was like oh yeah, and I cried when Key won. So oh, you know, my God. there you go. Yeah. Oh my god, Key winning. I was like I need this. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, and. Yeah, every time that they had the Daniels had a speech, it was always beautiful. And Jonathan Wong, the the last guy who the producer on the movie who spoke when they won Best Picture, he oh my god, he's very well worded. Like he's also very well spoken as a yes. person. Like everybody, everybody who who won was is very well spoken. And I was very surprised that like they basically it sounded like they rehearsed their speeches, but they didn't. <laughs> Um, to an extent, wow. I do think you you kind of have like a, this is what I'll generally do if I win, and then after that, just it just overflows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so cool. Um, what a crazy night we got there. I watched the Oscars and then we watched the premiere of uh, Everything Everywhere. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry, um, of uh, The Last of Us. Um, right after the Oscars. Um, and for so sure. what a night! What a night for television and film. It was, Jer- it was Jeremy, great. what a time to be alive. <laughs> man yeah there's there's a lot of crazy things going on in the world right now but you know we're all still here having having fun living our best lives living our best lives yeah 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 all right um i think that's it for us if you would like to uh reach out to us please go to our website www.restherepodcast.com Again, that's www.restherepodcast.com. You can go to the top of our website, click on the pages drop down menu, click on the word contact, and it'll bring you to a new page where you can email us at restherepodcast at gmail.com. That's restherepodcast at gmail.com to send us a comment or question that way. You can uh, please feel free to comment on one of our Podbean episodes. We'll read it on the podcast. You can join our Discord community where we talk about everything from video games, TV shows, movies, music, everything that we love in between. You can write us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to see your review and also read that on the podcast. And feel free to comment on any of our YouTube videos where we can uh, see your comment live and uh, we can can definitely read your comment on the podcast uh, and... Yeah, and and we love interacting with you guys. It's still really cool to us that we get comments and questions from people around the world. Yes, um, about us, about our opinions on things, just things in general. I think it's really cool. Um, and yeah, uh, that's that's about it. That's it. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, the next time that you hear us, we'll be talking about. Hopefully, I'll be talking about my experience to Japan. We'll talk about where we are in Ishin. And then after that, Alisa will be on her trip to Japan. And when she comes back, we'll do another podcast. We'll talk yeah. about our experiences. And, and it'll be you know, a good actually, time. we should, uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. We should actually um, do a combined like Japan trip talk 
Oh, said, like, 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 like we'll do a side quest uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, in yeah. May. Oh, dude. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. All right, let's, I won't, let's, I, let's do I'll this. I'll like, briefly talk about it, but then like I want to save all of my topics. Stories? For, yeah. yeah. All yeah. right, we're going to do it. I need to. Oh, yeah. I'm going to like try to keep a mental journal when I'm in Japan and. And and like you know, if something crazy happens, I want to be like, okay, I need to write this down, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So be prepared for that. That's gonna be cool. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, morning, evening, and we'll talk to you guys later. See you on the next one. Peace. Peace.